Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lifting You Higher podcast. I'm Jessica, joined by my beautiful co-host, Brenda. And we're so glad to have you guys with us. Um, We are going to talk about how to deal with anger. I know we've had a podcast on anger before, um, but this is going to be a little bit different. Yes. Yeah. Coming at a different angle. Yes. Plus, let me tell you, I think we can never talk enough about anger. Right. (laughs) Because it is like crazy out there i mean mm-hmm. i was um looking at tv the other day and they have these shows called um well in america they have these shows called parking wars where it talks yeah about people get angry about getting a parking ticket in certain cities mm-hmm. that has overcrowding of cars and then they have neighbor wars where they they record and and tell stories of neighbors doing horrible things to mm-hmm. other neighbors out of anger i mean things that just escalate Yes. That shouldn't be escalating, but people are so angry. And then they have um, customer wars where they go into stores <laughs> and they, re- you know, they, they have security recordings of Ugh. people losing it in the store. Goodness. And I'm just like, anger is like real. Yeah. And it is everywhere. Very rampant and, today. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, it's just like, just be prepared. Mm-hmm. And um, so we... You know, if we have Jesus in us, we have the light in us, we certainly shouldn't be one of those people. But we also need to know what we're looking at. I mean, what what is the issue here? And, um, you know, anger is very much a part of who we are. Mm -hmm. It's a part of the human experience because we were made in the image of God. And God had the emotion of anger. Yeah. And and anger is an emotion. It it sits in that, that solical realm. Where you have mind, will, and emotions, mm-hmm. obviously. And then you have your spirit, and then you have your, your body that houses it all. And so, you know, it's right in there with the other emotions. And but you, So you got to know who's in charge of, yeah. of your emotions. And so um, that's why we need to um, really be on it at all times. And a refresher course never hurts. <laughs> um, and, and like I said, and it's going to be... You're going to have experience of anger. Anger is not all bad either. No. Because anger is what will motivate you. Well, first of all, anger will tell you if some injustice thing mm-hmm. is happening. If you're like being treated unjustly, yeah. you're going to get angry about it. And you're going to like, okay, I'm mad. And I'm mad because because that was not right. Mm-hmm. So that's it's like a warning bell. So it is a good thing. And anger also motivates you. It's like, you know, if you see unjust things happening, you'll get off the sofa and you'll go do something to help that situation out. So it's not all bad. It is a motivator, but we want to be a motivator for good and not a motivator for evil. Yeah. In fact, for example, let's look at Ephesians 4.26 where it says, be angry, but sin not. Yeah. So it's okay to be angry. Right. In fact, Jesus got angry one time in the New (laughs) Testament, you know, when he found all the stall set up in the yes. sanctuary and they were it was a mall <laughs> yeah they turned the church into selling a mall. everything yeah I know. and he said no no this is not happening not having that and yeah he went and cleaned it all out mm-hmm. so we need to we need to know that what we're angry we need to manage the anger yeah um and so anyway so what does anger look like to us you know sometimes people just don't come out in a rage obviously you come out like a raging bull you know, we can say, okay, the guy's angry. Yeah. But there's other ways. People use anger in other ways to manifest mm-hmm. that they think they're, well, it's just you know, our sneaky way of trying to get it out. But it's still anger. Mm-hmm. One of those is sarcasm. 
Yeah. You know, if you 100%. hang around someone that is very sarcastic, um, just know that there's probably some anger down in there. Just a reminder, what comes out of our mouth is in our heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. if you're sarcastic, hello. Yeah. If you're um, passive aggressive, mm-hmm. is also, you know, that's somebody that uh, my favorite... <laughs> My favorite example of passive aggressive is if you ever see the movie The Help. Yes. <laughs> and she bakes that pie. The pie. Yeah, mm-hmm. the pie scene. If you have not seen that movie, you might want to watch it. Check it out. Watch it and yes. um, download it because she bakes the pie. And that is a perfect example of passive aggressive behavior. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, here's the funny thing. She had a right to be angry because mm-hmm. they were dealing with racism. Yeah. So, you know, that is that is like, you know, you should be angry about that. That's unjust behavior. That's mm-hmm. not right. But um, baking a pie <laughs> with that ingredient is, um, is just yeah, we're, we're not going to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it. Yeah, but, you know, it has been out for a while. So, yeah, everybody knows. Yeah. Surely you've seen it by now. But, yeah. Um, yeah, another example <laughs> of anger is, you know, blaming everybody for everything, you know, it's like, you know, it's never happy, always blaming everything mm-hmm. for on everybody. And then probably there's someone, if you have a blamer in your life, you're pro- they're probably have some unaddressed anger in their lives. Can I just say that this sounds a lot like offense, like yeah. having offense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we've put those walls up. We're passive aggressive. We're, you know, we are constantly angry. Yeah, angry at other people. That's having offense in your life. So we'll get into like how to help anger later. But yeah, you need to maybe if you have anger in your life and maybe you're not like angry, raging all the time, but you're sarcastic and you're just like all the time, then maybe you should take a look at, you know, do I have an offense? Yeah, yeah. And then the the last last one that we just I mean there's many but there's another mm-hmm. really good one is and of course depression has many roots yes but unaddressed anger can also be a reason that someone is in depression mm-hmm. you know they just is shut down and can't function because they don't know what to do with the anger right and usually that comes from some um, deep-seated issues like mm-hmm. guilt embarrassment mm-hmm. shame so you know if you you're you've come out of some type of situation where you have a lot of guilt on you or you have a lot you there's a lot of humiliation and embarrassment you know sometimes family members can be you know that's a real i i like to use the example let's say you you're you were a little kid and you wet your bed mm-hmm. And so um, it's kind of like a family joke that you're the bedwetter. Right. And and some people have no sh- no filter. No. So it's like, let's share that at the family reunion. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember Billy was the bedwetter. Yeah, it's yeah, it brought up over and over and over again. Just, oh. just a pounding of the yes. embarrassment and shame yes. and humiliation. And, and, and then also guilt. You know, if you did something that mm-hmm. was wrong. You know, that that guilt, if you don't know how to get it out of you, mm-hmm. because remember Jesus says there's now therefore no condemnation for mm-hmm. those who are in Christ Jesus, that burden of guilt for doing something wrong can also make you angry because yeah. you're just, it, it's not a happy thing. You're just angry about it yeah. all the time. And it's like, you know, if you've repented, then Jesus covers it. 
if you're praying for the person that you did this to, God is going to answer your prayers because those are righteous prayers. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm these again, Jessica and I are not professionals, no. but this is, if this, any of this sounds like, <laughs> oh, like a light bulb's going on, then you might want to seek professional yeah. assistance because this is where maybe your anger is coming from. Um, yeah. But anyway, and so, and another place uh, anger comes from, and um, this is, Again, this might be talking about historical type of things that are happening in your life or your childhood. Is you know, if you had unmet needs, you know, if you were abandoned or if you, um, you know, if you were neglected in your childhood, if you were abused in your childhood, any of those types of situations and they have not been addressed. Yeah. And you always are feeling angry. This might be something you need to look into, too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, those unmet needs. It doesn't seem like a big deal sometimes, but man, if you have if you have dealt with that or know a child that's dealt with that, it's a big thing. Because when you're growing and developing, you need that connection with your parent. You need that bonding time. Like it's important for growth and development. So, yes. And and you have a right to be angry about it. Right. I mean, if you were growing up and you ha- come out of a lifestyle where there's just a lack of love there's no reinforcement of any type Mm -hmm. of kindness or i i love you i care for you you're my child whatever if you come out of that you have a first of all you have a right to be angry because that's wrong you didn't deserve that right you didn't choose to be that's like that yeah that's right but know that god is the god of all things and he will make up for everything that was not right but carrying anger is hurting no one but yourself. Yeah. Well, that's well. Uh, you are hurting other people too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're 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 not helping yourself by carrying that anger around. Yeah. So, like, if your anger is part of unforgiveness or defense in your life, you really should just sit down and and for and take the actions to forgive that person. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be like it's a one and done. I'm, I forgive you. Okay, we're done. No, it's a daily, even moment by moment, minute by minute. Lord, I forgive this person for not being the mother. You know, I forgive my mom for not being the mother that she should have been to me. It's not going to be easy. But I guarantee you that the more you do that and the more you actually are like, yeah, and bless my mom, you know, help her to feel loved. And you you move that anger and cursing into blessing and then it makes you feel better and that you don't have that heaviness anymore. And then you wind up blessing your mom and she's like, well, I don't deserve this, but where'd this come from? You know, it's like killing them with kindness. Well, and, and what we're talking about is so hard. I mean, mm-hmm. that, I mean, I don't mean, we're not mean to lighten something, No. but you, you, if you are carrying around a lot of anger and, and everything sets you off and you know, like, all day long today, I've had opportunities for, you know, for things to go wrong to get mad. Yeah. And it's like, but that would have sent, you know, that I would, I would have qualified for being on TV, I guess, in one of the shows. <laughs> but, um, but you, I understand anger mm-hmm. because it does come out of these areas of your life where you lacked love you had unmet needs Mm. you were being controlled or manipulated by someone or unjust things happened to you i mean like for example if you were molested in your life 
you might want to consider, do I have anger in me? Because you know what? Mm-hmm. That, you, you have yeah. a right to have anger in you. By it's golly, okay. that was wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it shouldn't have happened. And so, you know, or if, you know, were you abandoned at some time? Were you in a relationship where you were abused? Were you unjustly treated wrong Mm -hmm. by, you know, society or something? Then, yeah, you do have a right to be angry about that. That's your, that's your signal that something wasn't right and you weren't treated right. Yeah. But letting that stew inside you is not the answer. No. In fact, it's the one that it it will lead to you doing sin. Mm. It says that clearly in the Bible, be angry, but sin not. And so it's going to stew in you and it's going to start manifesting itself in ways that are ungodly behavior. And, and you don't want that. Nobody wants that if yeah. they have Jesus in them. And so you do need to seek you know, professional help. You need to talk to someone like your pastor or a Christian counselor just to discuss it, to approach it, you know, with the word of God so that you can walk out of that. It's, it's just so tragic. I mean, of course, lots of things we see in society now that are anger based are people that do not have Jesus in them. But we as Christians need to be the example. We need to be the light. We need to have the answer. Yes. And we need to be operating in that answer and say, listen, uh, let me tell you, I've been where you've been, mm-hmm. and there is a way out. Yeah. And you don't have to live subject to to that violence in your heart. I mean, that to me is really what anger is. It's just a self-inflicted violence. You know, yeah. you're just nonstop. But anyway, so, and, and I, you know, one of the good things to look at is, like I said, the Word of God Scripture. I know ones that really speak to me a lot is James one nineteen, where it says, you know, be slow to speak. And slow to anger, mm-hmm. you know, st- that requires a lot of proactive. It's like, okay, wait a second. You know? what, are, what are the words about to come out of my mouth? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, she really didn't mean to forget your appointment. You know, she just, you know, got overwhelmed with things and, and she forgot. So there's no point in me raging about it because yes. that's not going to be protective in any way, mm. you know, so, or, um, you know, that person cut me off in traffic. That's another thing, road rage we have now. So, yeah, that person cut me off in traffic, but were they really cutting me off or were they just not paying attention because they're so self-absorbed with what's on their phone while they're driving, you know? Right. <laughs> so true. You know, so it's so do I need to um, just get wound up and then start saying and doing things that are not Jesus-like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, so it's it's just... Be aware yeah, and, um, and identify, first of all, so the first thing is you just got to identify where the anger is coming from, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's not, like I said, it's not easy. It's painful. I had a, um, you, as you know, that I do some work in prisons. I had one inmate who just couldn't discuss it. She, it, the situation was so painful where her anger was from that she was not ready to address it. Mm. And sometimes that happens. And, and that's how real it is, it's man. Okay. That's how real it is. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, you know, just when you're ready to talk about it, you know, yeah. we can. And then the second thing is um, consider what, what you've done that hasn't worked. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, sometimes you're going to need help. <laughs> and trying to handle it on your own isn't enough. Yeah. 
So, you know, if it hasn't been changed, if nothing's been changing, then what you've been doing hasn't been working. Mm-hmm. That's, I feel like Einstein when I say that. <laughs> um, and then, you know, maybe you need to um, look at, have someone else's point of view involved. Like I said, we've talked about that already, about seeking, you know, professional help. And by professional, again, I'm talking about your pastors, mm-hmm. your Christian counselors, those that are word-based because that's what's going to help them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, I just want to throw this out there real quick. Um, if you have been listening and you're like, who is this Jesus person we keep referring to? I want to give you an opportunity because um, with everything happening in the world right now, we don't know when Jesus is going to come back, but it could be here in five minutes. It could be tomorrow. I don't know. But I just want to give you an opportunity, if you don't know who Jesus is, to um, ask him into your heart. Uh, the word says that um, we just confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and accept and accept him into our heart and he becomes our savior. So all you have to do is just say, Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I know that you came and came to this earth, died a death you didn't deserve and was buried and rose again three days later. Come into my life and have your way. And if you prayed that for the very first time or something along those lines, I want you to tell somebody because it's so important to tell somebody that, hey, I've started this journey because honestly, if you said yes to Jesus, the enemy is going to come and he's not going to be happy about it. So, um, just tell somebody, tell, tell a friend, tell, go to church, tell somebody, send us a message. I don't know. Let's, we all want to celebrate with you. It's a big, it's a big deal. So I just wanted to throw that out there because, um, you know, life is hard and, uh, time is short. So, and, and I can't imagine trying to fix myself. Mm -mm. I can't imagine trying to fix myself. Like I'm supposed to fix myself. I, I can't, I'm not going to fix myself. I no. can't fi- If I could fix myself, I'd been fixed yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> yes. Okay. So no, I cannot fix myself. I need, I need Jesus mm-hmm. to fix me. Yes. And, and the only way that happens is if we're in relationship together, that's how he fixes us. You know, we've both had it both ways. Brenda and I both like have been with, without Jesus and with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I can probably guarantee for both of us that life has been a lot better with Jesus. Yeah, I once I accepted Jesus, there was no going back because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, uh, I, I see the writing. I I had that epiphany that Brenda was not enough. Yeah, and that I was tired of being angry and depressed and miserable mm-hmm. and unhappy and sad with no joy, and I wanted something more. And that's that was the way I went. So, yeah. and I've never looked back. Have you ever looked back, Jessica? <laughs> Well, um, I was, I knew, I became to know Christ early, like in middle school, high school, and walked away for a few years. But those few years, I was like, oh, God, I got this. I got this. You can just go and, you know, push him away. And I'm telling you, in those few years, life was the worst. Like, everything was going wrong. I was try. I was like, I'm in control. I know what I'm doing. I did not know what I was doing. But coming back, there's no going back now. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So. All right. Well, we thank you for listening, and I hope if anything touched your heart today while you listen to this and you think, yes, I need Jesus, I hope you just rewind it and and say that prayer along with us that Jessica gave you. 
And then, but just remember that um, you are loved. Okay. You are loved. That you are beautiful inside and out. That you have a purpose on this planet. And you are needed. And we want you to be blessed and to stay safe. And we'll see you next time.